Hello, welcome to Sumo Mainichi. It is day five of the Akibasho. I'm Amy, I'm here with Dave, and we're going to talk about all the action. There's some movement in the stables. Uh, Tsurugisho, he's back. Yeah, he's he's back. It's great. We heard last night that his uh, COVID test was negative. Yep. Which is great. Very Very quick with those tests, aren't they, the PCR ones? As they should be. And I'm sure they're rushing these to the front of the queue. But look, I mean, that was great news, but that was overshadowed by two Kujos Mm -hmm. today. The first being Hokuto Fuji. Yeah, so this is this is a bad one. He damaged a ligament in his right knee in yesterday's match against Terunofuji. We didn't see it at the time. We didn't notice it. Um, he didn't obviously show it. There was uh, there was a lot of grimacing and and limping yesterday, but he wasn't one of them that I saw anyway. No, I didn't notice it. This is terrible news. I mean. The winds haven't been flowing all that freely over the first four days for Hokuto Fuji, but I thought he looked in good touch. And at Maegashira too, it's going to be sad to see him slip down from there. Yeah, totally. And it doesn't seem like something he can come back from this basho. I don't no. know whether, of course, what he's going to do with it, whether he's going to get surgery or what's going to happen from here. So we'll keep an eye on that. The Fusen show goes to Takonoshona. He is someone who looked like he got injured yesterday with his knee. So um, I'm sure he will be... Um, be happy for that that day. Uh, not so much at the spa, but not on his knee. So Hoshoryu uh, turned up at Kokugikan today, but then left. Uh, apparently he's not feeling so well. Rumours going around the stadium say it might be tonsillitis, mm-hmm. but already he's returned a negative PCR test. Yeah, that is the best news. I mean, um, I guess there's quite a few reasons for having a, a fever, which is maybe why he would have to go home. And that's also what Tsurugisho um, had, but yeah, the negative test is the most important thing. Yeah. So two big names out of the top of the Makuchi, uh, Maegashira ranks there and two of my personal favorites. I, have I to know. Say. <laughs> and yeah, it's a shame for Hoshori because, uh, today he dropped down a little and was fighting a little bit lower and, mm. and, and possibly would have got a win. Well, let's move into Jurio, Asashiyu, the drama of whether or not he's been winning over the last few days comes to a close. He got his first win today against Kyokushuho. What a relief. I can say now and be correct about it that this is his first win under the Shikona Asashiyu. <laughs> yeah, well done to him. Now, I feel like I need to say something at this point about Kota Shoho. I have, he's going really well. He's four and one, but I feel like I'm I'm burnt from going into the Kota Shoho vortex too early in Jurio before, so I'm trying not to talk about him too much, but look what I've just gone and done. He's four and one. It's hard. He's looking very, very good. Daisho Maru continued his winning ways with an easy victory over Oho. Daisho Maru now is five and zero. Yeah. Poor old Oho is one and four. Bushozan looked confident against Hakuyozan and picked up the win to move to four and one. Hakuyozan. Yeah. One and four. Lost it a bit. Not looking so good. Abi looked desperate today against Shohozan. And while he did pick up the win, the sumo we saw from Abi today was not refined. It was a lot of wild swinging. Yeah, I think he's gone back to his old ways. We've spent a lot of time talking about new techniques and how he looks a little bit calmer and the way that he got back up the ranks to Jurio at this point. But he's starting the wild swings again. This is a little earlier than I thought that he would be facing resistance. Yeah. Do you know, I thought he could take this new controlled style a little higher, ride that back into Makuchi, but he's here in the middle of Jurio and an old battler like Shahorzan is uh, making him go to his old ways. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, people kind of 
his opponents knew his old ways even by the end of, by the time he was dropping down, they were sussing him out a bit. So yeah, I'm just so curious to, to see where he's going to go. The final bout uh, of Jurio was Aqua against Sadanoumi and Aqua beat Sadanoumi. That's his first loss. It was a very dramatic throw that uh, took Aqua down as well, but he was the second one down and he is four and one. Is he ever looking very, very good, Akua? I'm enjoying his belt work and throws. Uh, I'll do the Jurio yeah. leaderboard. Why not? On five wins, zero losses, we have Daisho Maru. Close behind on four wins, we have Akua Sadanumi, Bushozan, Kotoshoho, Nishiki Fuji, who we didn't mention, Yago, who we didn't mention, and Daishoho. Yeah, we. Uh, I feel like we've done really well to wait till day five for the. Uh leaderboard. Exactly. Good job, us. Well, let's move into top division. The first bout of Makuchi was Ichiyamamoto up against Wakamoto Haru, who is our Jurio visitor and older brother of Wakatakakage. Wakamoto Haru stood strong against the lanky attacks of Ichiyamamoto. That's right. I said lanky. Yeah. I love his long arms. He is lanky. <laughs> uh, but as Wakamoto Haru started to move forward, Ichiyamamoto couldn't stop the flow and was taken back in over the bales Oshidashi win for Wakamoto Haru. And I thought it was pretty clear that Ichiyamamoto was still feeling the Im injury to the left knee from yesterday against Yutaki Yama. His pushing was okay, but yeah, as soon as he started to go backwards, it was a bit of a disaster. Both of his knees are now bandaged with a very thin bandage. Mm, I don't like I think it. They should get more around there, as, as we like to see. He's one and four Ichiyamamoto and looks in a bit of trouble if he is injured. Wakamoto Haru at Jurio through two and three. Tokushoryu up against Yutakiyama. Tokushoryu tried to start off with the under armpit technique. Yutakiyama retaliated with a norowa and then clamped the hand right on the very back of Tokushoryu's belt, turned him around and gave us what we like to see, an Okuridashi. Yutakiyama had to put it in a bit of work for this bout. And while this one was in its throes, I thought, Yutakiyama, you need to put away Tokushoryu quickly to prove to me that you should be in Maguchi. Yeah, right. So it was good to see him close this one out with that great Okuridashi win there. But still, I feel a bit of work needs to happen for you, Takiyama. Yeah, he's three and two. He's three and two. He's doing all right. Uh, Tokushori is one and four. Kaisei up next against Chianakuni. Kaisei had the better touchy eye and he stepped forward attacking high. And then Kaisei continued edging forward carefully. Chianakuni found himself back on the bales but he was balanced and he carefully watched Kaisei as he came forward and Chinakuni just stepped beautifully to the side, slapping uh, Kaisei as he goes past and leaving him to stumble over the bales. Yeah, he had that up his, his sleeve or his mohashi, Chinakuni. He was ready to go with that duck out of the way. Very clever. And with that, you take a step fully oh, into well, the vortex. No question about it. I've been trying to play it down a little bit. Uh, Chinakuni is 5-0 now. Yeah, it's huge. He's unbeaten. I'm waving you goodbye at the edge. You're oh, spinning down the inside. I'm gladly walking into it. I'll see you on day 15 when he's at 14-1, and one, <laughs> holding that cup high in the air. Chinakuni, let's do it. It's time. Chiamari was up next against Tsurigisho. And Tsurigisho is back, but maybe he is not feeling the best because he felt the need to duck to his left, which was definitely a henker. He was moving out of the way of any oncoming charge. Chiamaru went straight through and Tsurigisho just turned and slammed into him, taking him out. A bit of an easy win. Well, it was. I mean, this is the second time this Basho that we've seen Tsurigisho move quickly to the side. And now at 2-3, both of his wins 
uh, have come from doing this mm. at the Touchy Eye. Today was definitely a hanker. Yeah. Uh, it really, really surprised Chiamaru. Uh, it was super clean, super fast, and a win is a win. My heart says it's okay, though. Yeah, I didn't love it. Didn't I mean, I'm it. a big Tsurugisho fan, actually, but to do that to Mr. Sumo, yeah. I don't know about it. <laughs> okay. Tsurugisho 2 and 3, Chiamaru 3 and 2. Kagiyaki up next against Chiono Or. Chiono Or came forward well at the touchy eye, but Kagiyaki he jammed his hands under Chiono Or's armpits and marched him back over the bales. This was vintage Kagiyaki and Oshidashi push out win. It was. I mean, Kagiyaki looked really strong. Chiono Or, I wonder if he's struggling a little bit this basho, not quite able to get those those muscles into action. He's such a strong guy, but he hasn't had a chance to show it much, has he? Uh, not really. We, we saw glimpses of it, but we haven't really really seen him take about by the horns. Yes. <laughs> the bouts have horns. <laughs> well, they There's do a now. saying with horns. Grab the cow by the horns. The bull by the horns. The bull. Oh my, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> the ram. He really grabbed the cow by the udders there and, well, no, he didn't today, but this is Kagiyaki. This is what he does. Yep. This is why he will never leave Makuchi ever. <laughs> <laughs> He's three and two. Chiana Or is two and three. Chiataru is next against Tochinoshin and he stood Tochinoshin right up with his hand clamped around his neck, then dragged him forward and rolled him down. Chiataru stepped out as well. The Gyoji called it to Chiataru and there was a Monoi. Yeah, Monoi was called. I didn't know what they were looking at here. So I was looking at the feet, looking at the hair, looking back at the feet, back at the hair, back at the... Just in case any hands went down as well, I was looking for the hands. We were looking, we were looking, but it was a very quick uh, Monoi and it was because the replay showed clearly Tochinoshin's thigh or knee hitting the ground uh, before Chiataru stepped out. So the Gyoji decision was upheld. Goombai Dori, the win goes to Chiataru. He's two and three, Tochinoshin one and four. The next bout of the day was Kotoweko up against Hidenumi. Hidenumi came out like a bullet, but Kotoweko pulled them up, got a grip on the back of the Hidenumi belt and spun them off the bales. Kotoweko leant into Hidenumi, but he just couldn't find any leverage. Hidenumi stopped them again before trying a belt throw. The Kotoweko reversed into an arm bar throw as they were moving across the doyo, but then Hidenumi reversed that move. At this stage, they were over on the bales. Hidenumi bumped Kotoweko uh, over the bales, but somehow Kotoweko danced across the bales with his back to Hidenumi. I thought this bout was still going, but the Gyoji pulls it up, points towards Hidenumi. It was his win. Kotoweko's foot just grazed outside. Yeah, he stepped out as he went past. And because of that weird movement, because uh, he sort of passed behind Hidenumi's back and there was no room, there was nowhere to go, so he was forced to step out. It was given a kimarite that I haven't seen before. It was Ushiro Motare, and it's a backwards lean out. Yeah, so I mean, when the uh, the opponent is behind uh, the wrestler, to push up and back him out of the doyo. I'm really happy to see Hidenumi walk away with the win here. He put the work in, but Kotoeko just would not let this one go. No, he tried really hard and he did well, but it looked like he was totally surprised by uh, Hidenomi at the start. So to be able to uh, react and respond that well, it was fine, but it didn't pick him up the win. So he ends up on two and three. Hidenomi is the same score. Aoyama and Endo. And today I was talking about him yesterday being much better at the Oshi Sumo now, but today was all old style Aoyama. 
he held up Enho High and then slapped him down. Endo taken totally by surprise. He was watching the new tapes rather than the old tapes. Uh, he should have been watching a compilation. Yeah. yeah. I think you need to do that because Aoyama, if he's given any sniff of the Harakikomi, he'll go for it. Endo's outstretched hand for the belt was denied and, yeah, then it was all over. Look, I don't mind Aoyama doing this as a little treat now and then. But I still want to see this Oshi Sumo that I see him improving with yeah. all the time. Aoyama, that's his second win. He's two and three. Endo on three and two. Myogiryu was up next against Tobizaru. Tobizaru met the Myogiryu charge by dipping his head low, hitting him in the stomach. When he stood up, though, he perfectly slapped down, firstly, a right-hand attack from Myogiryu, then the follow-up left-hand attack. This caused Myogiryu to overbalance forward and... Tobizaru picks up the win. Yeah. This was really good sumo. Also good sumo from him. Uh, it's Miyagiryu's first loss. And I just wonder whether he, he wasn't sure whether people are still a bit shocked by Tobizaru. They're just not sure what he's going to do. And his arm slaps, Tobizaru's oh. arm slaps, were just perfectly timed. He pushed down one, then the other as that one came forward, and then he was in a great position to get him down. It was like in the Matrix where when Neo realizes he's the one and he can it's almost like he moved in slow motion. Watching yes. this replay, Tobizaru just read these attacks beautifully. Uh I love him. Yeah. <laughs> he's four and one now. Milgiryu, that's his first loss. He's four and one. Shimano Umi and Teretsuyoshi. And Teretsuyoshi goes in as he has before with a large left hand slap to Shimonumi's face. From there, he tries to slap his whole body down as well. It would be a nice quick end to the bout, but Shimonumi, he doesn't go down. He's had quite a few slaps in his time. He knows what to do. He just comes on the advance against his smaller opponent, takes advantage of his proximity to the bales and forces Teretsuyoshi to step over. Yeah, I... You, you can't pull this kind of stunt against Shimonumi. He, he handles... He's a brawler. He is a brawler. I don't know. Teretsuyoshi needs to do a little bit more than what he did today. I think he was looking for the cheap win. I think so because he just went straight for that slap. Absolutely. And it, to be fair, he's been seeing a lot of guys be successful at it today. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a quick quick win day and so he was he wanted in on it. He did. Uh, Shimonumi, three and two. Teretsuyoshi, two and three. The next bout of the day was Okunumi up against Onosho. There was a mutter from Onosho, but when they got going, Onosho absolutely exploded out of the touchy eye. He crashed hard into Okunumi and forced him back. Somehow Okunumi survived. He carefully stepped around the doyo along the bales, trying to keep Onosho at bay, but Onosho was fast. He continued to push and shove Okunumi and took him across the bales, Oshidashi. Great perseverance from Onosho here. Didn't let himself be pushed around or be pushed down. Didn't lose his footing. They came into this bout, these two, on six and six apiece against each other. So this tips Onosho into the lead in their rivalry. He's four and one at this point, having a Bit of a great start at Maegashira 6 and Okonomi is 3 and 2. Chiyoshoma comes in winless to his bout against Takarafuji and just goes for Takarafuji out of the touch yard, but Takarafuji blocks his first attack. Takarafuji got close to Chiyoshoma's body. Chiyoshoma circled away. He was really trying to get Takarafuji on a bad angle off balance so he could do some of his trickery. But it was Chiyoshoma who got the slapdown treatment from Takarafuji. Still no wins for him on the board. You took the words right out of my mouth. I, I was going to say 
Chia Shoma's tricks are just not working this Basho at all. And that's why we see him on zero five now. Yeah. Takara Fuji just... He's, he's it, been moving quickly. He has been moving quickly. not a lot's been happening with all the colour and movement. That's true. And I think if anyone is not going to fall for those tricks, it's going to be Takara Fuji. He's seen it all before. He's a very patient, patient ricochet. We know that. Uh, not working for Chia Shoma. This time around, he's zero five. Takara Fuji, three and two. The next bout of the day was Ura up against Daesho, and we saw a Daesho Mata, which we're getting quite used to. You often see him step forward as he tries to get that timing exactly right. Ura dipped low against the Daesho charge when they got going, and today it really, really worked. Daesho looked uncomfortable as he continually tried to stand Ura up, but Ura stayed low and continued to drive up and under Daesho's arms. Ura then found a way around the back of Daesho. He grabs Daesho from behind. And at this point I was yelling. You were yelling. You were yelling. Flip him. Flip him. And well, it wasn't quite a flip, but he picked him up from behind, lifted him in the air and dumped him outside of the doyo. A quite rare Okuri Tsuridashi. Yeah, I haven't seen this before. I think it might be a new one for Ura's uh, list of Kimarite. I'll have to check that, actually. He's probably done that one before. It does look quite Ura style. It's the rear lift out. And uh, I would totally call that a flip. He, he, you know, transported him from one side of his body to the other across his back. It was fantastic, very enjoyable. And Ura loved it. I, I would say that I've been hard on Ura this Basho and the Basho before, because I feel like just this going low, like starting back from the line and going low and waiting doesn't suit him. But it was interesting to see that completely dismantle Daesho's attack today. Yeah. Daesho couldn't get around him, couldn't get away from him. And that final move just, just proved it. <laughs> it was what Ura's been wanting to do for a while. I mean, he does love, he just loves the flashy moves. I think he goes in low with the aim to do something special to every single time. Up. Yeah. I think yeah. so. And today he pulled it off. We'll see how many more times he can. He's two and three. And Daesho at this point at Magashira four is three and two. Well, Hokuto Fuji uh, was Kyujo, as we mentioned before. His opponent was Takanosho. And I did look at his form at this point getting up onto the doyo because I was looking out for the injury. And actually, he strode up there with purpose and strength. Okay, good. One foot on the step. And then the next one, perfectly in position to uh, squat down and accept the win. So that's, a, that's a very good sign. He showed up. <laughs> very, very good sign. And what a great way to bring up his second win, two and three, uh, with that Fusensho. Hokuto Fuji, we probably won't see him back and he'll finish on two and three. The next bout, and you don't often see this, was another Fusensho. This time, Takiyasu stepped up uh, as Hoshoryu, as we said earlier, is Kyujo with a possible tonsillitis bout. Takiyasu... I've got to say, this was his first win and he looked very sheepish up there. Yeah. Didn't look comfortable at yeah, all. Yeah, I and mean, that's so, pretty unpleasant to have to get your Shonichi with uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, he knows he's better than that. We know he's better than that. But for Komasubi Takiyasu to have a one on the board, I think we're all very, very happy about. He's one and four. Hoshoryu at this stage is one and four. We may or may not see him back in this basho. Komasubi Ichinojo up next against Sekiwake Meisei. Ichinojo, he's so fast at the moment. He came at Meisei with the hands at the neck and upper chest. Meisei quickly darted 
to one side, Ichinojo staggered forward. Luckily, he's got so much momentum as a big guy, but luckily he had space to recover. And he turned so quickly, he pirouetted on his foot and almost luckily again, he hit Maysay as he sort of tried to keep himself up. He actually kind of whacked Maysay in the face as Maysay tried to come back in. And I actually think this was an important part of the bout because it stopped Maysay's full assault from hitting him and finishing him off. And from there, he could back away and get Maysay in a position to slap him down. <sighs> was Ichinojo lucky here? I definitely think he was lucky because of that sort of wild swing yeah, push. Yeah, I think he, he his footwork was very good to stay in it. And it was almost like Maysay, once he he saw Ichinojo on the bales off balance, he came in too hard. Yeah. And as you said, Ichinojo did a great job of finding his feet and he was ready for that Maysay Yeah, charge. because how did Maysay coming back in with a purpose oh. get slapped down oh, so exactly, quickly? Exactly, exactly. It, it might have been that case where you're a bit keen. You can see them that they're running towards the edge and you're like, i just got to put them away. Exactly. This is it. And often you see failure at that point because yeah. um, you come in from the wrong angle or you're not quick enough. Well, it's not very often in, in a bout that you get this opening and uh, to have someone big like Ichinojo appear as though they're off balance, you've got to take that chance. But Ichinojo, great work today. Picks up the Hatatakomi slapdown win. He's two and three. May say on the same score. The next bout was Sekiwake Mitakumi up against Maegashira for Tamawashi. And as we said uh, in last night's episode, Mitakumi brings a 23 to 3 record uh, to this bout against Tamawashi. Still don't know if that's right. <laughs> Doesn't sound right. Yeah. Uh, and look, not much changed here. Both Rikishi attacked high for no real net gain. But as Tamawashi overreached on one of his attacks, Mitakumi pushed back before pulling Tamawashi to the dirt. So that's another win for Mitakumi Hikiyotoshi. Yeah, I mean, this pretty much this scenario happened a few times today and it's something that Mitakumi is really good at and Tamawashi can fall prey to. And mm. perhaps we've seen here uh, just why it does work for <laughs> Mitakumi because that re that record now goes to 24-4, right? Uh, it does go to 24-3. 24-3. Uh, and let me just have a look because I'm interested. Now you've got me thinking how did those wins go down? Well, if I have a look at their record against each other, there are a few Hataki Komi wins there on Mitakumi's side, but mostly it's Oshidashi, mm. Yorikiri, uh, no Okuridashis that I can see. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it's not that he's just using one technique against no. Tamawashi. Well, that's good to know because if Tamawashi was just running in every single time and getting slapped <laughs> down... Uh, then you'd be pretty worried for it. him. So I'm glad there was a variety of results there. Tamawashi is two and three and Mitakumi four and one. Kodunowaka now against Ozeki. Takakesho, he gets his try at the Ozeki. They've never fought before and it's a great touchy eye for Takakesho. He is on Kodunowaka before he can blink and it's a pretty classic three shoves and out. We haven't seen that for a long time. And I think that Takakesho might have led at the touchy eye with his head a little bit more than he has the other ah, interesting. few days. I think he might have gone back to the old model. Right. Well, I mean, this was like an old friend coming back home. Yeah. Wasn't it? Just to see, there's something so comforting about seeing Takakesho do the one, two, three and out. Great for his confidence. Great now to string two wins uh, on concurrent days. Crowd loved it. Now, there are a few Ricochet on two and three at the moment, but I don't think anyone can touch Takakesho's two and three. 
Yeah, I think so. That's, that's a pretty powerful it's one. It's a powerful two and three. I feel sorry for Kodno Waka because the other guys uh, against Takakesha who beat him <laughs> have sort of had this <laughs> paltry version of him where he, you know, he yeah. didn't really come in with his full force and all of a sudden Kodno Waka's on the receiving end <laughs> of the blasts. It's like, why me? Why today? He's like, I'm young. I'm an upcoming star. Don't do this to me all of a sudden on day five. Well, I've got to say it was very, very encouraging to see uh, Takakesho perform like the Ozeki he is yeah, today. I enjoyed it. Two and three, Kodnawaka on the same score. That brings us to the second last bout of the day. Ozeki Shodai up against Wakatakakage. This was over in a split second. Shodai met the Wakatakakage charge, knocked him off balance. It sent Wakatakakage stumbling back for a couple of steps, and Shodai just charged forward and blew Wakatakakage away, an Oshidashi push-out win. Yeah, it was pretty weird, this. Wakatakakage was down really, really early. A long time, Shodai was messing around, stretching and fiddling with his feet, <laughs> and I'm not sure Shodai also put his hands down. He sprang out of the blocks very, very quickly. And I just think that Wakatake Kage was taken by surprise. Yeah, I agree. He ran into Shodai like a brick wall. The top of his body stopped moving because Shodai was there, but his legs kept running. And mm. then he was on this awful angle where Shodai found it very easy to push him out. It was an odd position for Wakatake Kage to find himself in. I guess you don't always expect Shodai to be be right there at the touchline. To touch be eye. there, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Why was he there? Wakataka Kage had won the last three bouts against him too So in their matchup. So, uh, yeah, good win for Shodai. Great stuff. Shodai, four and one. Wakataka Kage, three and two. Kirabiyama came up against Yokozuna Teranofuji for the last bout of the day. We're really looking forward to this. Kirabiyama came in fighting with his arms straight in around Teranofuji's body, trying to get against him and then trying to drag him forward with the arm. They eventually lock up. There was a lot of back and forth, but they ended up locked up. Kirabiyama with the right hand on the belt, Teranofuji with the left underhand grip, which is a strong one for him. But they were both very low. And they actually locked up for quite a while. It was probably approaching a minute, I reckon. Mm. Terunofuji then, they were struggling back and forth. Terunofuji then managed to lock up Kirabiyama's left arm. Kirabiyama was just in a little bit of a, a tricky position here. He knew he couldn't do a lot from it. And so all of a sudden he tried the grip flip. He went for the makakai. He wanted his right arm on the inside. He got it. It was risky, but it did give, unfortunately, Terunofuji, well, unfortunately for Kirabiyama, Terunofuji that opportunity to slam his hands. He got put off for a second. It looked like Kirabiyama might be able to do something with it, but it allowed Terunofuji fully onto his belt and to take him across the Tawara. This was an incredible effort by Kirabiyama. He really took it to Terunofuji. I felt as though he... Terunofuji has very few weaknesses, but I felt like Kirabiyama tried to exploit any weakness he could find, kept his hips back, kept Terunofuji from getting really solid belt grips, kept his arms for the majority of the bout unlocked. And outside those two things, Terunofuji had trouble um, initiating against Kiribayama. Will Kiribayama go to bed kicking himself about that uh, grip flip? I don't think so. I think he had to try something. And I actually think it was a really strong move mm. because I think he might have been even closer then to getting Terunofuji down. He actually broke that first grip that Terunofuji got after that as well. So he had a couple of chances there almost. And I think he's getting some really good coaching now from Kakuryu now he's retired. Uh. 
um, in his hair. So I think Kiribayama will only get better and better from here. Well, that's a good point. You can start to see that Kakuryu polish on Kiribayama. Just the way he, he fronts up to Terunofuji. Yeah. Giving away so much in terms of height and weight, but just can go away holding his head high today. I think so. And and he tried everything he could and he, he did the best out of any of the days so far. And I, you know, I can't believe I'm saying this, but this was Kiribayama's first loss. His oh, fall yeah. one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Terunofuji continues his winning ways. Uh, he's on 5-0. Now I know you normally do the, the leaderboard, but I want to do it today. Yeah. Because there are two Rikishi on five and zero. Yeah. Terunofuji. And Chiena I can't hear you over the whirling of the vortex. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, it's really a race now between these two. Yeah, well, you have to think I mean, so. it's the, the next 11 days are really... It's definitely not the people on 4-1, 4 no, wins, Shodai, Mitakumi, <laughs> Kiribayama, Onosho, Tobizaru, or Miyogiru. None uh, of those? No, no, I mean, mathematically they're still in it, but I, I think it's over. Yep. Let's right. just, let's well, just have a playoff, playoff tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let's have a look at the bouts for tomorrow. Wakataka Kage is the Rikishi who will be facing off against Terran Fuji. They've mm, met, uh, well, technically six times before. Uh, Terran Fuji has won five of them. Wakataka Kage has won one and he has a Fusensho as well. That could actually go either way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Especially after what Wakataka Kage witnessed today. Yep. Tamawashi is taking on Takakesho. Shodai takes on Kiribayama. I think this would be a fascinating bout. They've met four times before and Shodai has taken all of those. But Kiribayama looks like he's capable yeah, of anything. That was old Kiribayama. Exactly. <laughs> Daesho takes on Meisei. Mitakeumi takes on Kodonawaka for the very first time. Takiyasu takes on Ichinojo. And interestingly, that's a 7-6 record between these two. More even than I would have suspected. So that's the Sanyaku uh, Rikishi. Scroll down. Scroll down. All Keep way. scrolling down. Uh, Chinakunia. I mean, this is a slap to the face. He's he's the first bout of Makuchi. Oh, yeah. Up against Jurio, Jurio Visitor, Visitor. Sadunomi. Sadunomi. That's hard, though, actually. Oh, I think it is. Because Sadunomi is actually a Makuchi Rikishi. And he's in quite good form He's so in far. good form yeah. at the moment. He's fast, which is a worry for Chianakuni sometimes if he's – no, okay. Whoa, whoa, you just glared no, look, at me. Look, I'm, no, I'm not glaring at you. I'm glaring at this program because I go, look, I don't want to tell the JSA how to do their job, mm -hmm. but I will. Third bout, you've got Tokushoryu up against Tsurugisho. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that these aren't two very deserving Rikishi, but, like, let's try to build. Let, yeah, let, let's see the, the day's bouts. <laughs> let's build up to some um, peaks. Putting Chinakuni there, yeah. I don't like it at all. So it's an opening with a bang? Okay, yeah, I'll accept that. Putting your best yeah, foot first? Yeah, okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> totally used to. No, it's not bad, it's not wrong. bad. I, I feel slightly better. <laughs> it's time to finish the episode. Thanks for listening and uh, we will see you tomorrow. Uh, this is Sumo Manichi. See you then. Bye. Bye. Yeah.